0: Welcome to the Mama Truth Show. Where soulful mamas embrace the whole truth of the messiness and magic of motherhood. Check us out at mamatruthshow.com. Here's your host, Amy Aylers, the wake-up call coach. Happy
1: Mama Truth Monday. It's Amy Aylers, the wake-up call coach here and creator of the Mama Truth Circle. Check it out at mamatruthcircle.com because the circle is open. Okay, mamas. So I'm so excited and delighted, as always, as usual, because I bring on such amazing, inspiring guests onto the Mama Truth Show. And I'm so excited today to have Lynn Johnson, who is the co-founder and CEO of Spotlight Girls. She's also the producer of Go Girls Camp. And they right now actually are doing this incredible thing where you can actually invest for as little as 500 bucks in taking their camp to the next level and then taking Spotlight Girls to the next level. So you can check that out at WeFunder.com forward slash Spotlight Girls. And their general website is SpotlightGirls.com. So all of that is, of course, in the show notes. But today I wanted to bring Lynn on today to really go deep with me and how could, we can infuse our girls with self-love and self-compassion. Because my daughter, my oldest daughter, Annabella, has been going to Go Girls Camp since the day that she was old enough to go. And always comes home from Go Girls Camp, lit up from the inside out, feeling so good about who she is, feeling like she belongs. And I wanted her to really infuse all of us today on the show with some incredible tools so that we can help our girls feel that way in everyday life. So thank you, Lynn, for being here. You're welcome. Thanks so much for having me. Yes, yes. And you're also a mom as well. Tell us a little bit. You know what? Actually, let's start. I would love for you to just tell us a little bit about your journey um, over the, you know, not only um, to becoming a mom, but also with your journey of starting this incredible revolution with Spotlight Girls. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's my, my various birth stories. Yes, exactly.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All of these multiple pregnancies that you've held, right? Yes. Yes. Cool. cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's see. Well, my, um, my business came first. So I started my life as a theater teaching artist. Um, so I was like a drama kid, drama geek, and, and very much still as a kid, um, started teaching other kids and and loved teaching drama and loved teaching theater and I was always the type that was really interested in what's called devised theater which is you know working with a group of people to create our own plays you know kind of from the ensemble and I was never that particularly interested in, as a teacher and director in pre-scripted work I'm not exactly sure why but I think I was uh, it was a precursor to what I do
1: now, so I was oh, always I love that you know. Lynn, you know that my degree is in drama, right? Like that we are fellow drama. Like I'm a class. I'm that. yes. <laughs> That's so great. I know, Fellow Yes. You know, theater geeks unite! I love it. Of course, that's why we loved each other up the minute we met each other. <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
2: Yeah. I think part of it's because I think that I like didn't I just wasn't that versed in in um. Scripted stuff, and so I was just like, Oh, I'll make up my own. I think that's kind of <laughs> a little bit of that. So, um, so I met uh, my wife Allison and Kenny uh, in 2002, and we were drama teachers. We met being drama teachers at a summer camp in Marin County, California, awesome. and uh-huh. um, and knew at that time that we, um, you know, like any any crazy entrepreneur, like I can do this better than anybody I've worked for. So... Um, so at that time, we, um, we both almost immediately fell in love and decided that we wanted to you know create our own camps and programs for, for kids. And we were doing work with um, kids, with uh, all kids, girls and boys at first. Uh, we were called Glitter and Raz Productions back then. And in um, and one year, one of our Glitter and Raz camps, uh, only girls signed up for it, like by accident, That's and said, girls and um and we, because we were already doing like how do we create plays with kids that explore social emotional themes so that summer we're like oh okay well the theme will be about the magic and power of being a girl and we called it go girls and this was in 2008 um mm-hmm. and we um had that yeah 17 girls and now this past year 2016 we worked with 461 girls and um in a few different so awesome. Bay area. So that's where, how go girls came about. And, um, and so Allison and I now have been together, um, since that camp, uh, almost 15 years. And, um, and we knew that we wanted to start a family and we weren't exactly sure how we decided, um, a few years ago that we would pursue uh, adoption through foster care and, uh, which is a, a cra- it's a whole other show. Yeah, uh, I, I have a lot to say about that. Yeah, and and, um, and it's a it's a crazy road. It has lots yeah. of ups and lots of downs. Yes, uh, and um, so yeah, a couple years ago, uh, we met our daughter who was then six years old, and, um, and actually, I remember, um, you know, you have to go through all this. You you go through a home study and all these things, and you go through this meeting called a disclosure meeting, which is when you, um before you meet the child, you meet the social workers, and they tell you as much as they can or are willing to about the kid, and you get to yeah. decide if you want to meet. Anyway, in the disclosure meeting for our daughter, um, the social worker said, I just really think that this girl should be raised by go girls. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> we are
2: like, Okay. And like, she didn't know the program. She just knew it from our home. Oh my like, gosh. That makes me want to cry. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. And so now she is being sure enough. She, Cause she not only is she being raised by us, but she's being raised by all of our teachers. And I mean like, Oh yeah. She's been in Go Girls now for three years. Like she talks like a, she's like very much like it's integrated into her life. Um, so it. now, yeah, now she's eight. She's been with us for two years. Um, and, uh, that's how, wow. knew,
1: that's how I'm a mom, yeah. That's incredible. So it's, I I can only imagine, I know this for myself too, I was always like, oh, you know, and there's like some book out there that's called like, I was the best mom until I became one, you know? Right. <laughs> you have all these ideas of, who you're gonna be as a mom, and how you're gonna show up as a mom, and yes. you know, reading these books on not being hard on yourself, and then it was like I became a mom, and I was the hardest I'd ever been on myself. Oh my gosh. And So you know, for you now as a mom, and and being with your daughter, and looking at these tools that you teach inside mm-hmm. Go Girls Camp and at Spotlight Girls, and then looking at how do you put those into practices. So I I would love for you. To just talk a little bit about some of those foundational tools that you teach at the camp that our listeners here can actually take with them, even if they have a boy, to, yeah. you know, utilize and really evoke self-love and self-compassion inside our kids.
2: Yeah, great. Um, I, I uh, One thing that is interesting about what you're saying is that, you know, imagining I've been working with kids for so many years before I had one. And so I actually um, had the opposite experience where I was like, I don't... I didn't. I did not want to presume to know anything about being a parent because I've worked with so many parents. Yeah, I was like, okay, okay, I know a lot about kids, but it's not the same thing. And I, and at the same, so when I became a parent, I actually was surprised how much of what I know does did translate. It actually was like, oh. <laughs> actually kind of helpful and it's, I, I, it's pleasantly surprising yeah it's I, I was pleasantly surprised um uh, I was not prepared for the the, con- the constantness of it all yes. um, but but um yes yeah, so there are definitely there were things that I learned from being a, a teacher and, and uh, a girl yeah. advocate as I say um that, that do help me with my daughter all the time. And um, one thing, um, the main thing it comes down to is at go girls. We have what we call the go girls culture code and the culture code has five different points in it. And that those are the, uh, the five points is, is really what we teach the girls and what, and what we teach our teachers and what we infuse in our own lives and I think that those are the things that really help so the first part of the culture code is that we say yes and by saying yes it's really about um, saying yes is more about um, teaching girls to um, accept what's happening it's like it's more about mindfulness and presence and being able to say okay this is happening and I'm going to notice and accept this is happening. Mm -hmm. And so that I can then make a choice about what to do next. Um, And so it's really about being, being present because you know a lot of a lot of girls um really like to uh we like to be in a lot of control and that, that as <laughs> girls that we work with in that age group there's it's a lot of black and white thinking you know and it's a lot of I, this should happen or this should happen and so it's be able to say no this is this is the experience right now say yes to what's going to happen and then you can decide um, so it's about saying yes but it's also saying yes to new things having courage to be scared and say yes anyway. Wow. We also talk to teach them how to, um, that part of saying yes is saying no to keep themselves safe. Sometimes you say yes to yourself um, because, and, yeah. but that means saying no to someone else. Um, yeah. So it's just a lot about boundaries, um, how, to, yeah. uh, how, to, to, how to really say what you want and don't want. Um, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, that's part of it. Um we we do a lot of um uh we talk a lot about giving and take a, a lot about gratitude practice. So like taking in the good, noticing what is um what is good around you, um and how to kind of give to others and be part of a community. Um one of the the main things about like your you know kind of in self-love and in self um compassion for girls. We define compassion I, I With girls, I define compassion as loving all of life, including myself, no mm. matter what. Mm. Um, and it's like that kind of, because, you know, on the other side of compassion is suffering, right? And so it's like when things are going wrong and we're having these kind of feelings of like, oh, or, or th- there's actual pain, compassion is about like, so that's that no matter what part. Compassion is about how do you show up and like it, with full this full love. Right. And, 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 and that needs to be turned inward a lot. So a big part of our culture code, the center of it is um, about making mistakes. It's so on my, the poster's in back of me, right? It's also yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so that's more culture code. So, um, you know, just for
1: people that are listening just to the audio, the poster says, I am a go girl. That means I make mistakes. Yes. I yes. Yes. And we do a lot of work around that. So, so
2: one practice I can share around that is we have something called the Tower of Oops. <laughs> uh, and I encourage you to build one of these at home. So this we actually did not make this up. Tower of Oops was created by a good friend of mine who's a man um, who's an expressive arts therapist named Phil Weglar's. Mm. and um, he created it actually for a boys' camp. So if you have sons, you, this is fantastic too. Yeah. So a Tower of Oops is, can be anything. We make it out of cardboard boxes. It can be It could be, you know, like a water. It could be anything, Um, but it's just a receptacle, and you um, you give your daughter, your son, an opportunity to um, to write down mistakes. And we sometimes we talk about mistakes with our children, right? So even at dinner, sometimes Alice and I'll be like, "What mistakes do you make today?" Um, And our daughter loves hearing that, right? Loves hearing. all of us be that vulnerable and just say, like, we all do it. We all make mistakes. My daughter's one who definitely, um, can really be, really suffer when she makes, yeah. you know, she really struggles with perfectionism. So, so you normalize it. Yeah. We make some mistakes, so you write them down piece of paper and you throw it in the tower of oops, and that's where it lives. And it's a simple expressive arts practice to kind of throw that away, let it, and we, and sometimes we'll celebrate it. We'll be like, "Whoops, woo, yay. <laughs> but then it's an opportunity to grow and change. Um, so then we I
1: love. That. Okay, so I have to tell you that yeah. when Annabella was in Go Girls camp this last summer, I actually got a ticket on the way, like a traffic ticket. I got mm-hmm. pulled over on the way to the camp and got a ticket <laughs> and if you could have like I wish that you could have been in the car to have heard because I, I was like well my mommy made a mistake you know and I got caught making the mistake and now I'm gonna have to pay this fine you know and I was just like oh my I, I mean I hadn't gotten pulled over by like by the police in like I don't know 15 years or something and yeah. I was there in the car and I was embarrassed my kids were in the car and I was totally I had been, you know did the wrong thing And if you could have heard my daughter teaching me about the tower of oops and mistakes, like she was like, oh, this is a mistake. And everyone makes mistakes. We can put it on the tower of oops, mommy. Like she was the little leader, like the little beacon of hope in the car while I got this traffic ticket. And while the officer came up to the window and wrote me this, (laughs) it was the cutest thing ever. So thank you for the tower of oops. And I encourage everyone listening, all of you mamas, whether you have boys or girls, no matter how old do this because it's so powerful for us to learn how to not beat ourselves up when we make a mistake. Yes. So powerful. It's yeah. so powerful. Yeah. I used to go other night. I was like, Oh,
2: and you know, it doesn't even have to be a real thing. You just like the gesture, just throw it away. Throw yeah.
1: It yeah. Yeah.
2: And then maybe find that,
1: you know, and then did she ask you, what did you learn mama from your mistake? Did she yeah, ask you she totally? Oh, she took me through the whole process. I'm telling you, right now. <laughs> She took me through. And I was like, yeah, I was like, well, you know, it's been a long time since I've gotten a ticket and I'm so grateful. Cause it was actually, it was a total, like one of those police stings. I actually have a show oh, called yeah. the traffic T- tickets wisdom. It was like one of those things where there was like literally 50, you know, cop cars and they were hiring a person to cross the street. And I didn't see the person until they were already in the crosswalk. I, I did not nearly hit him or whatever, but I was like, oh, and I like had that split second decision. And I thought the best thing was to just very slowly roll over it Cause I was kind of halfway through. And anyway, so she, and, you know, and I was like, I'm so grateful for that, that, that woke me up because imagine if that was a really a lot bigger of a mistake. I'm so grateful. So yeah. we talked about that and all of that. Yeah. that's
2: really I, I do think that that's a major superpower. Like when it comes down to it, that's, Definitely, when you ask um, mamas afterwards, you know, what did your girl get most out of that uh, out of Go Girls camp? They'll say, "Comfort," you know, "the being comfortable making mistakes." And I feel like for 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 girls, for women, for moms, like we, um, if if we can if we can get to that place, we are we've come so far, you know. Um, that's like a big thing. Another one, one I want to share, but make sure I share before um, I stop sharing is. Um, <laughs> is we do a lot of work, you know, around emotions and and emotional uh, regulation and how to feel your feelings and um, what that means and how to, and how to honor all feelings um, no matter what. And, you know, one thing we say is we, I can feel angry and and happy and everything in between. And, um, and so this is actually a practice for grownups. Uh, so for the parents out there, it's, it's called emotion coaching, mm. which again, we did not make up, but comes from the work of Dr. John Gottman. Who's a, um, I think it's psychiatrist. I'm
1: not even sure what he is, but yeah, he's, he's amazing. Oh, the four horsemen of the apocalypse. I, I remember that as part of his work, I believe. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. He's amazing. He's great. He's
2: great parenting expert. And, um, and I actually got his work through, um, I was introduced to him through the work of uh, Dr. Christine Carter and her work. Mm-hmm. But uh, so anyway, um, uh, emotion coaching is very simple. I mean, it, he has a longer process, but the basic idea of it is is really to start with empathy. That's kind of what it boils down to. So when your when your daughter or your child is you know really experiencing a big emotion of some kind, it's up to us to coach them through that emotion as opposed to trying to regulate the emotions, which we do a lot as parents, you know, yeah. like, uh, when our, uh, when our kid is like crying and freaking out about something, there's, it's so easy for us to say, um, like be quieter. you're fine. Get, shush, get, shush them. Yeah. Shush them. We have get down, people yeah. in the car. It's time <laughs> to go. Yeah. And I totally relate to that. And, um, <laughs> And when you can, I know it's not possible every time because no one's perfect. Right. when When we can, when we can remember to have that moment of empathy first to, to the first step in motion coaching is really about, um, is really about like helping her label and validate her feelings right. so that she knows how to do it herself. Cause if she can't label and validate her feelings, then she can't regulate them herself. And so if, if we're, if you're out there thinking about how you're going to help kind of empower and strengthen your girl and really strengthen her self confidence and her, her self, her self love, she has to learn to like love all of those parts of her, mm-hmm. and and we can do that through that coaching. So it's like, oh, I see you're really upset. I see you're really frustrated. Are you? Are you? Is there something else you're feeling? Like helping her get those words before then dealing with the behavior because that's also important to have the girls separate out their feeling from their emotion because they need to learn that I can feel like I can be really upset. Yeah, I don't have to like fall apart into a heap on the ground, right? I have to learn that they're not the same thing. Um, and so so I, to me, though, like the, the, the perfectionism stuff and like the emotional regulation and us helping to give tools and not regulate our girls' emotions for them are the two
1: main things. Wow. So let's say, for example, your child comes home from school and they've gotten this is like, I swear it happens almost daily in my household. I feel like sometimes but it's like she comes home from school and there's a big emotion about some fight that she had with a friend. Yeah. So in that moment, like the words that I always try to, to put on it is just holding space yes. for her to have her feelings versus trying to argue with that feeling. Right. Yes. Cause as a mom, it's like, well, of course you're still friends with so-and-so like right. you're not friends. And then I'm like, Oh, a, I have to remember that is her world. Yes. How do I feel when I'm in a fight with my friend or my business partner or the, a colleague or whatever it is, like when, or my husband or what have you. It's like, that is my world. Like this is her world having this. Cause we, I feel like so often we can belittle or co- be condescending about, oh, they had a fight with a friend during recess. But that is their world. That's their universe. And it's hard because you know, as an adult,
2: you know, you've seen this happen 3,000 times. Right. You know that they'll be friends again tomorrow. And you're like, you're fine. We'll be friends tomorrow. But right. they, it's not the same thing. Like, yeah.
1: Yeah. So just holding space and being able to say, wow, it sounds like you really felt left out. Sounds like you felt like you didn't belong. Sounds like like helping her verbalize the feelings that she's feeling. Exactly. Yes, that's what you're saying. Yes. Love
2: that. her verbalize. And then, then you can get to the step of coaching her towards action. Right. So if something happened in that fight that she maybe got in trouble for.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, at school, like it's also easy for us to go right to the behavior that she was punished for, but like you, you stop and you say, okay, here, you do that first part first yeah. and then you're say, okay, I totally see that you felt um, belittled by your friend, but you also know that, um, you know, ripping up her paper or whatever right. she may have done right. was not the right behavior. So I have to right. say that, right? So, right. so then you coach them. The, so, so you deal with the, the behavior. And then the third part is the coaching. Then what would you, so next time you feel this way, right. What could you do instead? Yeah. yeah. you know, And then she I can say like, Oh, I can tell, talk to a teacher to help me, or I can take a deep breath or I can, you know, tell my friend I didn't like it or whatever. And they're like, great, try that next time. And if they, if
1: it comes from her, it's a, it's better, there's a better chance that she'll do it. I love that. Well, and that takes us back to number two of that tower of oops of like, wow, it sounds like you made a mistake. Yeah. Like getting like, gosh, you ripped up that paper or whatever the situation is. And it's like, oh, wow, you really made a mistake. Yes. To to have that self-forgiveness around the mistakes that our kids are making. Yep. I mean, this is all, you know, huge, huge stuff for them to be learning at such a young age. I mean, I feel like when I was that age, it was like I was either like we were talking about, I think before we started recording, but that label of like, I was either a bad kid acting like a bad kid or I was a good girl and I was acting like a good girl and the teacher's pet and doing that thing and trying to live up to those different labels and not understanding that part of me is a rebel and part of me is a really good, like, compliant kid. So it's being able to be in that, the messiness and the complexity of who we are as human beings and on the soul level, I just, so powerful, Lynn. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. It's true.
2: It's just about, you know, the, the, it's all about getting her, to accept who she is, yeah, no matter what, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, when she, and so you have to. There's so much out there that's that that's trying to kind of bury the real her, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And So it's about kind of taking that off and allowing her to, you know, be all these things that she that she is, and seeing and let her see that all of that. Is just great, whether it's you know um, the way she feels or thinks or acts or looks. Um, that it's it, it's all about accepting that. Um, and 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 I think that the the last part of it is just also like doing like doing things. Like this is a, this is very basic stuff too for anybody. Like we feel really competent when we. This is why we do theater, right? We make up a play in our camp. We make up a play. You get to act up that play in front of people. That's why we have a closing moment um, because it's like, we worked really hard. Not everyone sees it in class for us, right? So we all feel confident when that happens. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, um, so like how many opportunities can your kids have to actually do something that they've made and done mm-hmm. um, and, and that you go, you did it. And not like, and not in this kind of like crazy, like, oh my gosh, it was the best, you're the best ever. i like, I've never seen any art better than that. That's like not actually true. And when I ask kids, they do know that their parents are lying, by the way. Oh. Sure parents say that. Um, But um, it's, it's about celebrating that they've done it and celebrating their effort and celebrating that they have like, you worked so hard and you accomplished this thing and you were fantastic, right? So, um, and whatever it happens to be, whether it was making art or
1: test
2: or whatever it happens to be.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So really being able to bring in acknowledgement and celebration into our kids' lives and having, and allowing those moments to occur. I love it. Oh my gosh. I can't believe that we need to start wrapping up, but I, I thank you so much. So I, I just wanted to review. You said there was five. So I don't know if we got to all five saying yes. Mistake, yeah, so there's say yes. Give and take, give and take, make
2: mistakes, make mistakes, feel my feelings, feel my feelings. And then I guess I did touch on that last one take center stage, which is like using your, the, the, the power of your voice body or imagination to like make something in the world.
1: Love it. Oh my gosh. Everyone, I'm I'm sure you can see why I like Go Girls Camp is my daughter's favorite camp. It's my favorite camp that ever existed. I'm the son and everything that they're doing at Spotlight Girls. I want to remind you to go to spotlightgirls.com and also check out, will you just tell us a little bit about the funding that you're doing and the funds that you're raising right now to really take this movement to the next level? Yes, thank you. So
2: um, we are a a for-profit benefit corporation, which means Mm. that we are a a corporation that um, cares as much about the the social good as we care about um, financial good. Mm. And, um, and we are able through um, through crowdfunding now to be able to uh, bring investors into our business to help us grow what we're doing. So, like I said, we work with about 500 girls right now in the San Francisco Bay Area, but we really want that to be more, and we want to eventually be able to expand through franchising so that um, other amazing women around the country who want to be able to do what we're doing uh, you can you know you'll be able to kind of buy in and do these our camps and classes as well so um, so in order to us to grow our business we need investors Um, and so um, so if you are interested in kind of being part of a business that is Really doing good in the world um, and and receive a financial return on your investment, um, you can visit us at wefunder dot com slash spotlight girls and learn more about that investment opportunity
1: awesome huge opportunity I love that there's these crowdfunding sources that are enabling stuff like this. Cause I know that so many people want to be able to invest in companies like yours and there hasn't been a really easy platform. So you have a round of funding that's happening right now and that's closing in December, right? Mm -hmm. Definitely. I really want to encourage everyone that's been inspired by what Lynn has shared here. Maybe some of you even have girls that are in the go girls camps, go and check it out again. That URL is WeFunder.com forward slash spotlight girls. I will have that in the show notes as well as in the email that goes out for the show. Lynn, thank you so much for being here today. I just have one final question that I ask all my guests, which is yes. what's messy and what's magical about motherhood for you these days? Ooh. Well, what's. um, that have to
2: answer in a certain order? Whatever order you okay. want. <laughs> <Yeah>. um. <laughs> Um, what's magical about mothering right now, um, is that my daughter, it's like, it's so cool to see like the integration of, of things. Like she's picking up things so quickly, um, that you're like, wow, like where did she even get that from? Like a, a year and a half ago, we were not, con- we were not sure she was ever going to be able to read. <laughs> and now she's reading Charlotte's web on her own. And she's just like, like so quick. She's integrating all these social, emotional skills and all these academic skills. And she's just like really showing up in her power in the world. And it's so magical to see that happen. Um, What's messy. I think what's messy is all about, like, it's a lot about what's messy in, in me, right? Like just trying to, uh, in this, like it's, it's so typical, right? Trying to find that, balance between um I feel like I show up for my daughter a lot. Um and I show up for my business a lot and now I'm trying to figure out how to show up for me more. So that's the messy part is like when do I get the stuff that I need as a person, uh let alone a mom. So yeah. um, That's the muck I'm working through right now.
1: I love it. Yeah. And I know that you're speaking to the hearts of so many moms by naming that and how, you know, it is that feeling of like, where do I fit into all of this? I'm showing up for my business. I'm showing up for my daughter. I'm showing up for my wife, I'm showing up for my husband, whatever the case may be. But how do I show up for myself and actually practice that sacred self-care as I call it? Yes. Myself. And so beautiful. Thank you for so vulnerably sharing. Yes. Thank Um, you. And thank
2: you so much for doing this. The Mama Truth Circle. It's so great to be a part of this. Thank
1: you. Oh, my pleasure. So with that, Mama's I'm sending you off. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, keep embracing the messiness and the magic of motherhood. Bye-bye.
0: Thanks for listening, mamas. Did you know that Amy has a new ebook out? It's called Sacred Self-Care for Moms. Seven Steps to Nurturing Yourself so you can be the mom you were born to be. And you can receive your free copy by going to sacredselfcarebook.com. That's sacredselfcarebook.com. And please don't keep the Mama Truth show a secret. The biggest compliment you can give is to share the Mama Truth show with your loved ones and write a review on iTunes. Until next time, keep embracing the messiness and the magic of motherhood.